Today in Science from Wired. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off US versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous US China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Science from Wired. With dusty solar panels, InSight's days on Mars are numbered. After the InSight lander studied the strongest Mars quake ever detected, scientists gave the space robot a negative prognosis because of its dwindling solar power. By Ramin Skiba. On May 4th, NASA's InSight lander made a huge discovery, recording the biggest quake ever detected on another world, a magnitude 5 trembler. But InSight's greatest accomplishment may also be its last act. Just two weeks later, scientists on the InSight team revealed that the lander's solar panels are now blanketed with dust, which has gradually accumulated since its arrival on the planet. Those panels' diminishing power will likely spell the end of the mission. When the lander arrived on the Red Planet, the panels generated 5,000 watt-hours per sol, a Martian day. But now they're down to about a tenth of that, said Katia Zamora-Garcia, InSight Deputy Project Manager at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, at a virtual press conference. The scientists will keep running InSight seismometer and robotic arm camera full-time for a few more weeks, and will run them for half days, every other soul after that, but they expect InSight's science operation to end this summer, possibly in July. We're getting to the point where, we think in the next few months, we'll probably have to shut down the instruments. Then maybe a few months after that, the spacecraft itself won't have enough power to stay awake and communicate with Earth, said Bruce Bannert, InSight's principal investigator at JPL, speaking the day before the press conference. Since 2018, InSight has resided near the Martian equator in a smooth impact crater named Elysium Planitia probing the planet's interior with a seismometer provided by a team of scientists at France's National Center for Space Studies. The sensitive instrument detects seismic waves as tiny motions in the ground, measuring how much the ground shakes. Last year, it helped scientists measure the size and density of Mars's core, as well as the thickness of its crust. The lander collects weather data, too. Its most remarkable finding so far may have been its detection of the big quake earlier this month, which was nearly ten times the strength of the previous record holder, a Mars quake it measured last August. On Earth, the shifting, building, and colliding of tectonic plates causes earthquakes as well as volcanoes. Mars doesn't have such an active tectonic system, although it may have had one, along with a molten core billions of years ago. Nonetheless, scientists believe it still has some limited tectonic activity. Even though the planet's crust isn't flowing, it's brittle and has fractures and weak points, because the planet is shrinking slightly as it gradually cools. Learning more about the crust and the goings-on below has been a major goal of the InSight mission. 
Originally planned to last two years, InSight has nearly doubled that lifespan. The convertible-sized lander has stoically completed most of its mission while planted in its equatorial spot, surviving both swirling dust storms and clear Martian weather, and functioning during tectonic activity and quiet periods. InSight has already achieved all of its goals, with the expectation of sinking a heat probe into the ground, Bannert says. That instrument, developed and built by the German Aerospace Center, was designed to take the Red Planet's internal temperature and provide more information about its underground geology. But InSight couldn't burrow the probe, also known as the mole, sufficiently deep in the clumpy Martian soil. The Martian dirt also thwarted NASA's Perseverance rover's first attempt to collect a rock sample. While InSight's pair of solar panels, each one shaped like a decagonal or ten-sided pie, efficiently provide solar panel to the lander, dust has always been its Achilles heel. While dust storms come by frequently, though not as intensely as portrayed in The Martian, they emerge more often during the summer, says Raymond Arvidson, a planetary scientist at Washington University in St. Louis and a member of the Mars Science Laboratory and Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter teams. Over time, dust continually collected atop the flat horizontal solar arrays, which started off near black, but are now almost completely a dusty auburn. This has limited the lander's power and ultimately its life expectancy. In January, a particularly large, thick dust storm blocked sunlight from reaching the panels. Because of the reduced power supply, the InSight team put the lander in safe mode, suspending all but the essential functions needed for survival until resuming normal operations about 12 days later. Since InSight is stuck in one place, it has almost no ability to shake off the dust by moving around. With a rover, you might be able to tilt the panels, but with a lander, you are where you are, says Amy Williams, a geologist at the University of Florida who works with the Curiosity and Perseverance rovers. Both are powered by radioactive plutonium, while their predecessors, Spirit and Opportunity, were solar-powered. While Martian storms can sprinkle dust on solar panels, they also come with winds that can sweep off dust too, which benefited Spirit and Opportunity, Williams says. They had enough dust devils nearby that actually cleaned the solar panels and allowed those missions to go a long time. InSight has not been so fortunate. Dust isn't our friend, Arvidsson agrees. Apparently, the location of InSight doesn't have a lot of these dust devils or high winds to blow dust off. It just accumulates. In May 2021, the InSight team successfully tried a new dust removal technique, using the lander's robotic arm to trickle some grains of sand onto a solar panel. When a gust of wind carried the sand away, it swept a little dust off with it. But the trick isn't enough to save the lander this time. Last year, it only brought back a few tens of watt-hours of energy. The scientists now think there is only around a 5% chance of a lucky windstorm clearing enough dust to give the lander a new lease on life this summer, Bannard says. Dusty environments will continue to pose challenges for future missions, which could benefit from knowledge gleaned from this lander. I'm sure there will be a lot of technology development, thinking of clever ways to keep solar panels as clear as we can. We can also think of seasons to send spacecraft. Like in planning for the Mars sample return mission, we could send the lander during a season that's less dusty, says Lori Glaze, director of NASA's Planetary Science Division at the agency's Washington headquarters, during the press conference. Design of the seismometer for the Dragonfly spacecraft that will be sent to Saturn's moon Titan could also be informed by InSight's instrument. While all space missions have limited lifespans, those who work on them for years and fans who follow their development and findings understandably grow attached to these spacefaring machines. 
After the lander shuts down later this year, it's possible that if the wind blows just right, InSight could waken and once again send signals back home. Bannard and his colleagues will be listening just in case, but in the meantime, they are mourning as they anticipate InSight's likely end. It's really sad. This lander has done everything that we've asked of it and more. It really feels almost like part of the family, Bannard says. I wake up every morning and see what messages it sent us, what data it sent us. I'm not sure what it'll be like when I wake up and there's not anything in my email to tell me about what's going on in Mars. It's going to leave a little hole in my life. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.